about to feed them to the sharks right now. Get them hype right now. Yeah. You know the ground is up. Yeah. Everybody that trains, you know the game. Yeah. So let's get it. Uh. Slap it up, bump it and roll. Hey. Yeah, that's the way that it go. Ain't no better way to better yourself in this game. You're feeling the growth. That's time on the mat. We put in the work. Believe it ain't easy, I know. But we train for the love of the game, the love of the art. Now slap it up, bump it, let's roll. Welcome to episode 92 of the BJJ Campaign Podcast. My name's Jeff Boone. I'm an A3 blue belt, four stripes. Bill Corey's A2 blue belt, four stripes. Jump right into the Gordon Ryan update for the week. Big news. Mm-hmm. He is A, moving to Puerto Rico, tax shelter. B, opening up affiliate schools. Why? What's so good about Puerto Rico's taxes? Apparently, that's where all the rich people go in the U.S. for tax shelter. I guess they're tax rates lower i don't know i have no idea yeah okay i mean that's just what i've heard uh what's his name it was on joe rogan that's why he went down there the gold guy yes yeah loves gold yeah loves gold. yeah loves gold yeah, yeah. i have Smart seen that guy. guy is he yeah okay i mean gold's done well yeah it's true yeah stocks only go up well until they go down <laughs> So, uh, so yeah, you know, what, what I think about is who's he going to, I mean, so just for everybody out there, he's moving there. Um, uh, Mo, um, I think Nassim is his name. He's the guy who puts on ADCC. So he's the one who's been behind ADCC and a lot of other grappling events. Um, I'm pretty sure he's like a, He's got like oil money, like rich mm-hmm. dude, right? Yeah. Um, and him and Gordon Ryan are, are good friends. And he's a, you know, he's been a black belt for years. Um, um, I just wonder who's going to, like, I mean, obviously Gordon Ryan could get whoever to come down with him, I'm sure. I wonder if Nicky Ryan's coming down. I didn't see that. You know, Ethan Krellenstein, those guys. Did what I thought of was, you know, both Nikki Ryan and Ethan Krellenstein got their black belts two weeks ago. And I'm like, did they do that because they're going to A, be an affiliate program somewhere else, or B, go down and train with him in Puerto Rico? Do they have to be a black belt to train with him? Well, I think it's just if you go, like, Dan Hurd, I, I would think. He's not going with him? No, no. Dan Hurd's not leaving New York. Why? Uh, I don't know. It's because he's like a vampire, and Puerto Rico's too sunny. Possibly. Mm. You bring up a good point. Bro. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what I mean. I mean, like getting the quality training partners and, and everything. I mean, I, there. I, I think there's some good jujitsu in Puerto Rico, but I mean, not Gordon Ryan level good. Yeah, I don't know. I haven't been there. Um, shocker. Yeah. Shocker. Yeah, I don't have a lot to add to that one. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure it's fine. Um, he it's probably, a beautiful island. I, I used to come into to that it. territory. I was, I mean, I, Puerto Rico, I've been all around Puerto Rico. It's beautiful. Yeah. I, mean, I see why you moved there. It's spectacular. 
Um, you know, and two, you know, with with he's um, probably retiring with Natalie. No, uh, with Natalie Santoro, his, hey, Sonny, his uh, girlfriend. I mean, it's closer to Latin America. It's closer to Brazil. The flight from Puerto Rico from San Juan to Brazil is probably two and a half hours. Why does that matter? Well, that's where she came from. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, you didn't know that? No. Okay. You're obviously not as big a fan as I am, <laughs> Gordon Ryan. I obviously. didn't know any of this stuff until five minutes ago. Okay. Yeah. Very good. But yeah, I, I, I don't. I think it's weird. He's moving to Puerto Rico, but cool. Well, apparently it was to get rid of the, or to get out of the taxes in New Jersey because they were raising the taxes. The guy's been rich for like five minutes. What's he worried about? You know. Maybe he wants to keep that wealth. Yeah. All right. Can't relate. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Um, on to the next topic. Let's. So what if we, he just uh, goes there and retires? He's not. He's just going to sell DVDs and open schools. That's not going to happen. Work's done. When's ADCC? Uh, 2021. And uh, I think it's scheduled for June 2021. June, he's retiring. Before June 2021? Or after, after that. Probably after that. He'll probably do one more ADCC. Because he wants to go with Galval? Probably. And he's probably done. Galval will back out of it. He'll find a way. Look at Corona. Maybe. Self-induced Corona? Mm-hmm. Possibly. Hmm. Interesting. Very interesting. Yeah, he's probably going to retire. He's not retiring, Phil. Okay? Then why would he move away from his coach? Because he's retiring. He's sick of he already New retired York. once. When? When did he retire? I don't know. Like a year ago? Mm-mm. Maybe he did. He did. He just faked it, though. You did a whole episode about it. What? I'm over it, okay? Yeah, but I think he's going to retire for real if he moved to Puerto Rico. He's not. If he does, I'm going to go down there. Every really good athlete who gets rich then either sucks or retires. That, no. That's not going to happen to Gordon Ryan. Oh, okay. Why do you say everyone? He's, Floyd all, Mayweather doesn't. Ooh, that's a good point. Okay. Okay. Not everyone. Mm-hmm. But Tom there's nobody, Brady. There's nobody Your good. boy Tom Brady. He's been rich for a long time. Giselle mm. makes more than he does. Mm. He doesn't suck. You, the mm. argument falls apart. Mm. Very bad argument. Okay. Tom Brady didn't move five minutes after he got rich, so he won like five or ten Super Bowls. Well, he moved to a tropical island whenever it was off time. Yeah, off time. When's jujitsu's off time? Gordon Ryan trains 18 hours a day. It's true. Kind of Duarte takes off three months at a time. Um, the uh, the McGregor guy opened up his his whiskey line and then he lost. You know, McGregor uh, he lost to Khabib. Yeah, he didn't suck. I mean, he, nobody. He hit Khabib. I mean, mm-hmm. we'll see how he does because he's uh, he's in February. He's fighting um, Dustin Poirier again. Conor McGregor is okay. I don't know who Dustin is. Former champ. Very of good, what? Louisiana. 
Nice guy. Okay. Does a lot of charity work. Awesome. Okay. Is he good? Very good. He said former champ. Former champ. Yeah. He was good. He he still is good. <laughs> you can be good. I mean, you can be good. You can be great and not be a champ. Yeah. DC, great. Not champ. He's coming back. Cormier? Mm-hmm. No, he's not. John Jones slapped him down and said, I'm not fighting you. I thought he said he was going back to fight somebody. Is he? Maybe. Yeah, John Jones putting on a bunch of muscle. Yeah, two two forty five. He's or yeah, he was two forty five. He said he he was jacked. Yeah, shocker. What kind of supplements he's on? Shocker. <laughs> Cocaine and dick pills. <laughs> <laughs> Breakfast of champions. Yeah, it's gotta be tough because he always gets really mad on Twitter. I see him and he argues with people. But say he got caught cheating a bunch of times. Like nobody's ever going to think you're the best. No, I mean, I think he's the best. He cheated. And I think he cheated. And I think there's plenty of other people who've cheated. They are better not getting caught. They are better not getting caught. Khabib never got caught for cheating, right? He just tweet, he just put a post that I thought I saw that he's been tested like 45 times in Khabib, three years. I don't think he's cheating. He's got that natural uh, Ukrainian bear strength. Mm-hmm. He's part bear at nine years I did, old. Oh, you know what I saw? Bear. A funny post. Oh, what was it? Like George St. Pierre has like a two and three record against people named Matt or something like that. No, I didn't see that one. This is a funny post. Yeah. I guess he's, what's his overall record? Something like really ridiculous, right? Yeah. And then he lost to Matt Hughes and Matt Sarah. Yeah. So he's like one and two against Matt's and then like undefeated <laughs> against everybody else. It's funny. Um, That's funny. Yeah. But I think if he got, Caught, because the only loss he had was something stupid, right? It was Matt Hamill. So Matt uh, Hamill was the guy you recall from uh, the Ultimate Fighter. I think it was either season one or season two, and I he was the deaf that. guy. He was the deaf guy, and he and uh, John Jones got uh, disqual- disqualified. He was just beating the shit out of Matt Hamill, had him down ground and pound, and got disqualified for a six twelve elbow okay. instead of. Yeah, something stupid. Yeah. yeah, stupid. Yeah, okay. I mean, he, he dominated. But he got he caught lose. cheating, I think is the problem. Well, yeah, that's a problem. Yeah. Multiple times, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, it's a problem. I mean, you know. That's it. He's like disqualified from being the best. Still, his comment to DC that he beat him without training and was high on cocaine the night before might have been the best quote ever. Never heard of that one. You didn't? Huh. It was funny. Um, so speaking of jet, uh, belt promotions uh, with Nikki Ryan and Ethan Kerlenstein, this is a little bit of a stretch. Uh, congratulations. Basically to, the same thing. Basically same thing. Same person. To Michael Canfield, who we went to origin camp with, get, gets his promotion to Purple Belt. Congratulations. Dude, he beat me up there. Huh? He beat me up there. He's good. I remember. Yeah, he was good. He is good. Uh, also, a congratulations to who's my favorite woman grappler? Thick thighs save lives. I don't know. Elizabeth Clay. Yes. Got her black have, belt. She wasn't a black belt? No, she's a brown belt. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Well, congratulations, everybody. Yeah. No, that was fantastic. Fantastic. Um, 
Yeah, I think that was a long time coming. She's beat the best of the best. I mean, she's beat world champions, world black belt champions, mm-hmm. you know? And stay tuned a little bit later in the episode. You'll hear from Elizabeth Clay. Little teaser there, Phil. Mm. That's if everything goes well, which it always does with technical issues over here. Always, yeah. Very smooth. Yeah. So we may or may not have <laughs> five now black belts. She was a black, brown belt at the time. I don't know if her advice is any... Worse or better than it would be now that she's a black belt. Mm-hmm. But um, one you, month has changed everything. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but uh, but we ask, you know, what the best advice that uh, they ever received and, and got um, a bunch of different Robertos to comment on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then a couple other people. So uh, stay tuned for that later in the episode, possibly. Most likely. Most likely. We'll figure it out. Was recorded on a phone in a crowd. Yeah, it was. Yeah. So. Let's let's give that a disclaimer. This was yeah. at the IBJJF Pans a few weeks ago. A couple mo- a month ago. I think it was about a month ago. Yeah, a month ago. And uh and so yeah, there was crowd noise and everything. And I'll tell you this, spoiler alert. Um um Cyborg Abreu, he was such a nice dude. I was terrified of him. He is like he he is my height and his body composition is nothing like mine. It's like he's chiseled out of stone. He's incredible, uh, but yet so graceful. Uh, but super, super nice guy. Really enjoyed talking to him. Um, he was very generous with his time. Uh, Phil, my new obsession. Wait, let's talk about your new obsession. Okay. You hate elbows. Elbows. Make you mad, don't they? No, I just like the Kimura now because I found out it's something else I can hold on to and never let go. <laughs> that's true. that's always been my thing. Good point. Good point by you. Um, you're getting really good at it too. <laughs> that one, that one that I had, you grabbed the Kimura and I had your back and you still submitted me. It was hilarious. The armbar. Yeah. Yeah. That's becoming a problem because like I'm really people are taking my back and I'm not like I don't have the arm and I'm trying to attack it while people are on my back. <laughs> I feel like that's a really bad strategy. Bad it's a really bad <laughs> bad idea. But I keep doing it. <laughs> if you have the arm before they take your back, it's okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm just turning and reaching though. Mm. Mm. Like I don't have it. Out. Yeah, just, I don't have it, and I'm like I might get it. You just that. Yeah, that, you're just selling out. You're just full on selling out. Mm-hmm. I like it. Mm-hmm. I like that mentality. Yeah. Just constantly reaching. Yeah. What has been, um, what was the biggest turning point in your re- revelation? Because I, I don't know if the, the uh, listeners out there remember, but Kamora was one of your most hated positions mm-hmm. in jujitsu for. It didn't used to work. A, very long time. <laughs> so okay again with your revelation what made it work um well i tried it more wow shocking. yeah yeah i just kept trying and it was um i think kept i think the back the back thing um i don't know what to call that position where they're kind of you don't really have their back necessarily but like they're kind of on their side facing away from you. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I think that position, I was using the Kimura grip a lot. Mm-hmm. and Technical mount. No. Not technical mount? No. Like you're totally on the, behind them. Oh, okay. Yeah, Like yeah, they're on okay. their side, yeah, like yeah, rolled sure. away from you. And sure. then like either reach under Kimura or whatever. Yeah. Um, I started playing with the grip a lot there. And I think that was when I started to figure out how to hold on to it. Um, and then when I started trying to actually do it with the Donaher videos, which were the worst, they were so boring. Do you want to revisit that video? Do you want to watch it again? Yeah. Never, <laughs> never do I want to rewatch that. But, uh, but it was good for you. Yeah. And then I think I, we were talking one day with Roland and he, he, he pointed out how, when I was trying to like break a grip or something from that North South, I was, I wasn't connecting my elbow to my hip, I think to like backstop it. Yeah. yeah. And then like a couple different, just small things like that, that aren't Keeping really the wrist straight to uh, kind of keep the grip and not have to. Yeah. That's another one. I never understood. Cause John was always saying like, roll your wrists. Yeah. But what I needed to hear was like, lift up the elbow. Yeah. Like don't let him put his elbow on the floor. Yeah. And so I would like roll, I would focus so much on rolling my wrist and then I would, uh, I, I wouldn't control the elbow. Yep. So then I just roll my wrist and then they just slam their elbow to the floor, mm-hmm. which is, I don't, I don't really understand because like the way I'm lifting up the elbow is by rolling my wrist. So like, I, I still don't understand exactly what was all going wrong there, but I was focusing on the wrong part, even though that's what I'm now doing. So I, I don't know how I was screwing that up, but there's a lot of little things with it. Like, I don't, I don't know. It's just really been fun. Cause it's useful. Every, like, uh, controlling everywhere. just going different places. Yeah. Positionally. I don't really super dominant. anyone with it, but it allows me to go where I want to go. Yeah. Or no matter to, what they to, do, right? to somewhere better. And like, I'm really bad at half guard. And now I can just completely bail myself out by letting them pass my guard into side control, but I can get a Kimura grip and then just hang on. So seems like another not another great strategy. Not strategy. Yeah. 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 It's fine. Yeah, you just bundle them all up and see what happens. <laughs> just keep doing these stupid things. <laughs> but no, it's been fun. I still want to try to do omoplatus, but you know, now nah, I just keep jumping at elbows. So yeah. Yeah, we did that Mono Plata last night. Yeah. Nogi. That was fun. The one like Kimura. Yeah, that's <laughs> duh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but no, I don't know. It's been fun though. And that is again another one that like it felt like people were overpowering all the time because I wasn't controlling the elbow. And it would like, I'd just get reversed Kimura, even if like somebody wasn't intentionally doing it, just the way I was holding it was so, such a bad grip that like I'm hurting myself going for Kimura. So I just totally stayed away from them forever. Yeah. And then just another example of, you know, it takes a lot of, a lot of repetition and a lot of not being good at something before you're you get controlling, you get good at it. Your, your Kimura is very strong now. It's very positionally, it's positionally dominant. And so that's, you know, for everybody, I mean, that's, that's just the, the way it is. I, was it, was it you that sent me that learning curve? 
yeah graph i thought yeah. that was really cool because it, it was like an s curve you know and there was three s curves and that was that it would start out where you you're a learning curve you know it's obviously you're getting better at it and then it starts at a, at a lower point whenever you try to acquire a new skill it wasn't about jujitsu i think it was well it was mm -hmm. but it wasn't intentionally. It was. It was a jiu-jitsu guy. Oh, was yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. He drew it first. He but, yeah, book. but just acquiring a new skill. When you acquire a new skill, your level is down, but then you're going to surpass what your level was previously because you have that new skill acquisition, which then is likely going to come with a, a new concept acquisition, right, um, that you can take with you through everything. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, I thought that was really good. And... My new obsession? It's the guard. Which guard? I don't know. It's a made-up guard. Worm guard. Yeah. It's because you hate fundamentals. I love fundamentals. Doubling down on them, as mm -hmm. a matter of fact. Been doing that for a while. Yeah, you just hate fundamentals. <laughs> it just bores you, so you want to try something else. I just like fancy stuff. It's true. I can't help it. Yeah, I know. Anything rolling? I'm not. I'm not going to do the jumping stuff. I mean, I cut it off at the flying anything. I I will never be a flying anything person. Yeah, but rolling. You're um, going to do flying stuff. I will not. You will. I won't. You just have to wait till you get somebody who's not going to like crumble when you jump at them and <laughs> once you get some of these 200 pound people yeah, you need some of these other 200 pound people to where you're comfortable jumping on them i'm not going to my only goal with worm guard is to make other people ask john legs how to defend worm guard <laughs> yeah i think john's answer is going to be punch him in the face <laughs> <Probably>. <laughs> It's weird. It's really weird, but it's fun. It's super controlling. It's just, you know, I have no idea what I'm doing with it now, mm -hmm. but that, that's the fun part of it. No idea. Yeah. I'm sure I'll get my guard past plenty doing it, but um, I'm looking forward to it. I'm going to, I might do that Keenan online thing. And I'm definitely, if Gannon Lang, shout out to Gannon Lang, uh, Virginia grappler who is moving out to the, um, Keenan Cornelius fighter house. He's a brown belt up tra trained with Dave Keatash, who we've had on the podcast before. Um, oh, that's where he was. He always training or just has trained beta there? Academy. Yeah. I think he went between beta Academy and, um, and Dave's place. Um, high road. Yeah. High road or revolution. High road. High road. Is it high road revolution. Yeah. High road. Right. Okay. Yeah. I think so. I think so. Or am I combining two places? Yeah, I think you're combining Revolution, which is in which is Andrew Smith's place in okay. um, in Richmond, and his place, which is in Fredericksburg, I believe. High Road. Okay. It might be High Road Revolution. I don't know. Eh, I can't. I know it's High Road. Yeah. Great guys, uh, but but yeah. So he's so uh, Keenan was really impressed, and he was he actually brought Gannon up on the Matt Burn podcast, but whenever he was doing the selection for the fighter house um, that he was basically sponsoring. Right. And, um, and he was really impressed with Gannon Lang's uh, Anubis guard, uh, similar, similar concept to worm guard, a little, a little different Anubis 
an Egyptian god of mummies? It was a dog. Was it a dog? It was the dog. Was it the dog? But he had something, something about death. I don't know. I don't know. I forget. You looked it up. It was a dog. Yeah, it was a dog. But he was the god of like mummies of people passing over the Anubis, right? I don't think. He wasn't evil though. I don't think he'd be a god of mummies. He was the god of like transitioning into. I don't know. I don't know. Who knows? Aren't mummies just like the wrapped up zombies? It's basically a zombie, right? No, I think mummification is a different thing than a zombie. I mean, it's basically like a zombie, Scooby isn't it? Doo, it's like yeah. zombie, but right? no, that's, well, that's not what that's mummies a, were. Well, because even the mummy movies that I've seen, it was like, uh, like The Rock, they're basically zombies, aren't they? The Rock was in The Mummy? I think the second one. Was he? Revenge of the Scorpion or whatever. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, because it was the Brendan guy. Apparently yeah. that guy's super fat now. Really? Yeah. Like George of the Jungle guy. Really? Apparently. Or he was hmm. at one point. Okay. But yeah. So He was in 300, too. He was the... No, he wasn't. Wasn't he? No. Wasn't he the big uh, god in 300? No. He wasn't? I, why no, Xerxes. That's where I got my video game name from. Yeah. Why am I making that up? I thought that's... No, funny. that's another weird looking guy. Is it? Yeah. Do they look similar? Nope. No, nope. that other guy looks really weird. Well, he might not actually look weird. He looked weird in the movie with the nose rings and like yeah, yeah, yeah. weird chains and stuff. Okay. It's probably super historically accurate, I believe. I'm sure it is. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they they do that. I, now that we're talking about it, though, what the fuck are mummies? Man, they're just, I don't know. They're just like wrapped up. Are they zombies? I mean, my experience with mummy is all mummies all come from uh, Scooby Doo, the, the movie yeah. and Scooby Doo. Yeah. And usually, like, they've got their arms out and like they're chasing zombie. them in different doors. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't never thought about this but until just now. But they always end up pulling the tape and then they're just there's nothing there. Okay. You know? I mean, at least that's what they do on Scooby Doo. Mhm. Let's go back to jujitsu. I <laughs> to our wheelhouse. So, I don't, how did we even get on that? Oh, a new card. You brought up ridiculous topics and that's where we ended up. <laughs> it happens. It happens. Um but yeah, that it's it's one of those things. It's like uh, I think it's going to be interesting. I think that it's just one of those other ways of cultivating never doing close guard for me. Yeah, I think you get bored in ten minutes, so I think you're going to move on really quick again. And then I feel like if you don't, you're going to interview somebody in like six months and be like, "I spent about three months doing a new guard." <laughs> I feel like that was a waste of time. No. But here I am on this new one. I feel like it's going to be a waste of time. You felt like the lasso guard was a waste of your time. It wasn't. It wasn't a waste of you time. You thought it was at the time. I thought it was. Nothing's a waste of your time. Nothing. It all helps. So actually, now that I'm thinking about it, you feel as though you wasted your time with the lasso guard. I didn't. Okay. Are you only wrong. are you only saying that because like you found a new way to wrap people up with their clothes like a mummy and then no no because because like I don't look for lasso guard now people give me lasso guard right whenever they're in that half guard and they're trying to 
weave the leg with their arm. They they put their arm right in there, and all I do is grab the sleeve and sweep them. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's that's my lasso guard, which is great. It works really well to load them up, sweep them from there, and they do it to themselves. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean, I don't. That's why it's not. It's it's you know I know how to use it now, and I don't. I'm not just looking for it but if i wasn't looking for it before i wouldn't have gotten the intricacies of having being able to load them up controlling where their weight is letting them appear to pass and sweep them you know i don't i don't know okay not a waste at all all right thought it was and everybody said it wasn't it's all for a reason Mm. Mm. They did. They did usually say that. Yeah. Yep. DeAndre Corby, he said that. Said what? Said that it wasn't what nothing's a waste of time. Oh, yeah. He's really good at jujitsu. Wonder what he's doing now. I haven't I don't know. He was like in school or something, I thought. Uh he graduated. He was an engineer, yeah. He graduated. Yeah, his brother is now in school. It was a purple belt. I don't know if you guys are brown belt or not. Who knows? It was really good. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Really been enjoying rolling Nogi. I've just really been having fun at jiu-jitsu lately. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like Nogi a lot. And I, have, I haven't been training twice a day, which feels weird. You know, I haven't. There's been since before pans since I've been training twice a day. Mm-hmm. Usually training like four or five times. And you brought it up like you train three or four times, which was what people act like I quit. <laughs> like I, like I was training like two or three days a week, and then they're like, uh, "I thought you quit." Oh, somebody's here. Yeah, so that's what that was funny. But people act like I completely quick because i was only gone yeah every time but i was going in weird hey, times hey, too every time well I, like i'm your keeper they're like where's phil I'm like, yeah i'm like not here very busy very busy very busy so a lot going on yeah yeah a lot going on <laughs> <laughs> um yeah no i thought that was funny though yeah you know basically it was like i thought you quit and i was like <laughs> I know, and I walk in because I've been doing uh, some of the noon stuff and uh, some other, and they're like, where have you been? I'm like, just train five days a week. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I did show up at weird times, though, because I was doing the Wednesday noon stuff a lot and then, like, did a comp class with Joey on, like, a Saturday or something like that and then did a couple of the Sunday morning things. And then it's like, I don't know. I guess you don't realize how much you were there until, like, Apparently, it seems like you quit if you only go a couple days. <laughs> True. We didn't quit, though, folks. We're still going. Still loving it. Uh, now we've got um, we've got five black belts. Kind of teased this before. Hopefully, I'll be able to uh, insert this in there. I'm pretty sure we will be able to. So three Robertos. Roberto Jimenez. Um, Roberto Cyborg Abreu. Uh, Roberto Traven, um, Reynard Brown, and Elizabeth Clay. Those all coming up. And Kyle Terra. Uh, we, did we get Kyle? No. Yeah. Did I get? Oh, where is that one? Mm, I already have it. It's in there. 
You started yeah. in there? Yeah. Oh, good. And Coterra. Oh, totally. How did I forget about that one? Yeah, that was the good one with the Joey. Yeah, that's out. right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, yeah. All right, good. Um, so six. stay tuned for that. Six, yeah, six people. Uh, Jeff Boone with the BJJ Campaign Podcast. We have Elizabeth Clay here with us today at the IBJJF PANS 2020. Uh, Elizabeth, what is the best advice that you've ever gotten or advice that you've ever given anyone about jiu-jitsu? Um, everybody wants to talk about motivation and how do you stay motivated. It's not a motivation thing. It's a discipline thing. Motivation comes and goes. You have to have discipline. Otherwise, you're never going to make it anywhere. I love that answer. I love it. Thank you very much. Really appreciate it. Here with Raynard Brown from Gracie Lake Norman. Gracie Lake Norman. Uh, funny, we had to go. What do we have to travel 500 miles to see each other? We live uh, 15 miles apart. Um, but uh, anyway, thanks for uh, agreeing to come on the BJJ Campaign Podcast, and and I appreciate it. And here's the question I have for you: What's the best advice you've ever given or gotten about jujitsu or life? Best advice would be don't take it so serious. Be obsessed with making progress, not getting victories over your opponent. I do believe that we're in a competition with ourselves. So what I tell our students is that be a better version of yourself than you were before. You know, do something today that you didn't do before. My self-worth, my self-confidence and self-esteem is not dependent or contingent on me being another person. I just need to beat the other person that I was before. So that's kind of so when I do that, it releases all the stress and expectations, and then it's just purely fun. So they can go into a competition or go into a fight not worrying about anything, just saying, look, I'm just going to do some cool shit right now. So it's, it's a good piece of advice that's worked for me, served me well over the last 20 years, man. So I'm so happy competing, having a good time, man. I love it. Thanks, Reynard. Really appreciate it. Right on. Jeff Boone here with the BJJ Campaign Podcast. We're here at the uh, IBJJF PANS 2020. I'm here with Roberto Travin. He's the uh, two-time world champ and one-time ADCC Open champ. Uh, Roberto, welcome to the podcast. Appreciate you coming on. Thank you. Thank you for the, for the opportunity to be with you guys. So I have one question I want. I've been asking a lot of different folks around here, and that is, what is the best advice you've ever gotten or given about jiu-jitsu or life? Keep go. Keep trying. Keep trying. Um, no matter what happened, keep trying. And never, never stop, never quit, never give up because... If you keep trying, you're gonna be, you're gonna act, you're gonna reach the goal that you they want to for sure. Uh, just to follow up to that, whenever, whenever you find that you have difficulties, and I'm not saying you do or or don't. I think everybody in their journey, they they kind of at one point in time they're like at a at a roadblock in their head, right? They 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 can't see their progress even though that it's being made. What do you have for those people? Uh, you know, as an effective means to deal with that to actually keep trying. I mean, in my opinion, everything's about your mind, how strong you're going to be, how strong your mind will be to never let you stop. Because um, if you stop, if it uh, doesn't matter how hard it is, 
if you stop, it's over. You know, you're never gonna, never gonna be there because you stop, you quit. But if you don't, you have the chance to be there. You don't know if you will, but you have the chance. And to have the chance to keep that fire up, you need to go. You know. So this is what I think. The mindset is, is so important. Thank you, sir. Really appreciate it. So welcome, Roberto Jimenez, with the BJJ Campaign Podcast, the most active competitor during the pandemic. I think I saw 27 matches in the last, like, three or four months on Flow Grappling. That was a stat that they told at the other one. So welcome to the podcast. I have a question for you. What is the single best advice you've ever gotten or given about jiu-jitsu or life? Be motivated. But don't copy others. Find the way, find your way and be happy with that. Because at the end of the day, unless you're satisfied, satisfaction in the fight is what we're looking for. Whether that be dominating the fight with points or finishing. And my, and my, on my side, I feel satisfaction when I finish the fight. So find your satisfaction in jiu-jitsu. Be motivated and inspired by others. But remember that it's your own journey. I love that. And just as a follow-up to that, um, so you would say if someone was more into submission only, forget the points tournaments, right? Just go ahead and do whatever submission only that you want. Conversely, if you're happy eking it out in the points decision, then go for that. Is that accurate? Yeah, either way, submission, in my opinion, is the mission, is the king. So the mission. So, yeah, um, points or no points, we should be looking for the submission and finding uh, the happiest, the, the most fun submission is going to be the best submission. That's awesome. Thanks, Robert. Pretty, pretty appreciate it. I'm here with Roberto Cyborg Abreu. He's the five-time World Nogi champion. Six. Oh, six. oh whoop, my bad. Six-time. I messed that up. And 2013 ADCC absolute champion. Yeah. Anything else? Did I miss anything else? All right, good. Uh, down here at the IBJJF Pans uh, 2020. And uh, thanks for coming on the podcast. Really appreciate it. Thank you, my friend. Thank you. Uh, so the one question that I have for you, it's generic, but I, I love where this goes with a lot of people, and that is, what advice have you ever given or gotten about jiu-jitsu or life that has helped you in your journey and where you're at today? I believe that one of the things is just to enjoy the journey. You know what I mean? Like... Um, I come from a competition background. Every one of the schools that I've been in, you know, it was always competition-oriented. And a lot of people sometimes they forget to enjoy their journey, enjoy jiu-jitsu itself, you know, a part of the competition scene, you know. Because at the end of the day, competing is just such a small portion of what jiu-jitsu really represents to our lives, you know. And a lot of times we start chasing medals and we forget that... Um, that truly is just like a complement from what Jiu-Jitsu brings to our lives. You know what I mean? So if I could suggest something to everyone out there is that enjoy your journey. Enjoy every stage of of your life in Jiu-Jitsu. Uh, enjoy every belt. Enjoy the process. You know what I mean? Because medals, belts, and all of that... It will come eventually, you know. But make sure you guys enjoy every step out of the way. So, you know, one day when you look back, you're proud of the journey you have been through. That's right. And you, you, 
you've spent the majority of your journey at one belt. So what does a belt matter anyway, right? That's it. You know, like you're gonna get to the black belt and that's it. You know what I mean? You're gonna become a white belt again. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so just enjoy the journey. You know, enjoy the journey. Have a good time. Yeah, appreciate it. And I'll tell you what it was has been an inspiration to me with you is that um, that I go back. I don't know how long ago it was with you and Tom to blast. You guys were flow rolling right in Miami, right in front of the beach on those mats, and I was like. I mean, we're the same size. I mean, you're, there's a different body build, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, obviously, Cyborg's a lot more ripped than I am. But we're the same size. And it was like to see somebody, those you two guys, the same size as me, just rolling around and, like, just having fun and, and getting in so many different positions. And just, it, to me, it was what the joy of jiu-jitsu is. So thank you for that. I really yeah, that's, that's the thing. You know, like, man, in spite of flags, in spite of, in spite of everything, man, there's one flag that's jiu-jitsu and one passion that's jiu-jitsu you know what i mean so again no competition and all that will happen we will fight each other and and all of that but man there's a a huge thing behind that's called friendship that i do believe that's one of the best gifts that jiu-jitsu can actually bring to our lives the best friends i've done were through jiu-jitsu the greatest memories that i've accomplished in my life were through jiu-jitsu not only on the mats but most especially off the mats with everything that jiu-jitsu has brought to my life the friendship the love the 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 lifestyle you know what i mean and uh and i'm a forever grateful forever grateful to it you know what i mean so if i can suggest to all of you guys man is try jiu-jitsu out play jiu-jitsu don't only fight jiu-jitsu play jiu-jitsu put a smile on your face you know what i mean and enjoy the ride thank you everybody. thank Please you man. Tara, welcome to the BJJ Campaign Podcast. My name is Jeff Boone. We have right here multiple-time world champion, Kyle Tara. Kyle, uh, tell the audience for us, if you would, what is the best advice you've ever given or gotten for jiu-jitsu? I have uh, gotten a lot. I have I, 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 My teacher especially have taught me a lot of lessons, a lot of amazing lessons that I like to share. They're a little bit long, so... Uh, something that I'm just gonna say it's something that has helped my students and um, I believe um, will help all the lower belts that are listening because especially when people start jiu-jitsu everyone wants to get good you know but the problem is the harder you try to get good the the, the easier you get burnt out so my advice is always to try and enjoy jiu-jitsu, love jiu-jitsu. Because if you try and have a good time, if you try and, and enjoy every time you're on the mats, then you're going to come more often and you're going to train better and you're going to be happier. And jiu-jitsu will always be a part of your life. But if you try to get better and you come a hundred times a day to class and just get broken and... Um, you might end up not being too happy and ended up quitting jiu-jitsu and all the time that you spent on the mats were just wasted and then eventually in your life you'll regret that you quit so my advice is enjoy have fun and with time everyone gets better everyone Phenomenal. Thank you very much, Kyle. Really appreciate it. You answered one of our teammates, Joey's DMs, a long time ago on Twitter, probably like 10 years ago, and he always brings it up. He's been your biggest fan. Forever. Joey Plyler, he's a uh, blue belt now. He's been training since he was six years old. He's That's 16 amazing. now, and uh, he's got a super fight. So say hello to Joey Plyler for us. 
not just hello, I want to wish him good luck, you know, and uh, keep on training, though. You know, keep on training. That's the most important. Awesome. Thanks, Kyle. Peace. I'm about to feed him to the sharks right now. Get him hyped right yeah. now. Yeah. You know the ground is up. Yeah. But we did. Everybody that trains, uh, you know the game. Yeah. So let's get it. Slap it up, bump it and roll. Yeah, that's the way that it goes. Ain't no better way to better yourself in this game. You're feeling the growth. That's time on the map. We put in the work. Believe it ain't easy, I know. But we train for the love of the game, the love of the art. Now slap it up, bump it, let's roll. And also, folks, if you're not out there trying to do something to make yourself better each and every day, get out there and do it. Phil and I choose jujitsu. We hope you do too.